This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Rocco took advantage of uh, what? A movie. Experience. Remember when we were giving away uh, Fandango two uh, two ticket passes? To yeah, see would you pizza? steal a couple? I, you know, I asked our promotions department, "Hey, are there any extras?" She said, "Yeah." So I went. Illegal. Okay. I do like the Paul Thomas Anderson. I liked uh, Magnolia, mm. Boogie Nights. Sure. Um, there will be blood. Good movie. Didn't quite care for The Master. I, I had mixed feelings about, what was the Daniel Day-Lewis one? The Phantom oh, The Thread. Phantom Thread. Your yep. thoughts on that? Anybody? It was fine. Dawn Didn't watch loved it. it. She saw it like three times. She started sewing, I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, no, I really re- liked Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Or no, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis became a seamster That's or something. That's right. Oh, okay. Yes. Seamster. Not to be seamster. confused with a teamster. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Donna and I have seen Licorice Pizza now, and I loved it. And Okay, And thank I'll go you. and say, like, when, I, when there's a movie I want to see, I, I try to avoid reading about sure. it, watching trailers. I knew nothing so, of this movie too. either. So I didn't know that the main two actors were unknowns, and I didn't know that they actually were... Uh, kind of famous people. The main uh, child actor, ma- uh, male lead, is Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late fem- the late Philip Seymour Hoffman's son mm-hmm. in his first role ever. Yep. And then the main female lead is Alana Haim from the band Haim. And she's gotten some Golden Globe uh, recognition. Oh, she's she's so good. good. You she, can't take your eyes off her. The thing about her is she, it's very clear that she is embracing the character and she doesn't care she doesn't have any inhibition you can see that in her in her acting and it's yeah. her first role and i think there was i've been i listened to a couple interviews with uh, with uh, the director today i think he did i mean there was a lot of writing involved but also i think he did sort of let them improv a little bit and just incorporated some of their their lives into it like the story of them at um oh god the the dinner the shabbat Oh right, right. That w- that actually happened. Oh, interesting. To the Heim family. So yeah, with the one Heim of the family's in this movie. The, the entire three family, sisters, the mom, mom and dad. dad. Um, you know, it's just kind of. It's not a huge plot line. It's just kind There's of. There's no a, plot line. Um, mm. A couple <laughs> friends. You know, yeah. a guy, a 15 year old that kind of has a crush on a 25 year old. Some people have found this to be disturbing. Controversial. I say. Watch Harold and Maude if you want to, you know. I mean, this is nothing new. They don't do it in this movie or anything, right? I mean, no, they sort no. Of, yeah. Um, there's, they flirt. The 15-year-old is kind of, uh, you know, infatuated with the 25-year-old. And 
but nothing really happens. I don't want to spoil anything. But it's kind of, um, you know, it's just kind of a slice of life movie that takes place in the early 70s. Vietnam's going on. Nixon's in office. That's why I liked it. Is that, it, Steve, you would hate it. I think so. It sounds like it. Yeah, no, there's there's just nothing happening, really. It's just them bopping along. It's like a summer, and you're following them. How do you like this, Donna? You I like don't me know. and that you do have like a short attention span for All right, let's get to the cooking here. Let's move things yeah, along. Yeah, I don't know. There's something that these these coming of age films yeah, they really make me feel nostalgic and I like feeling that way. Yep. And it, it kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Days and Confused. Yeah. Bo- a little bit of Boogie Super Nights. Super bad, kind uh, I don't of. I do if you guys saw Boogie Nights, but this movie does have a... Remember how Boogie Nights was like kind of a fun... It was, oh, this is kind of a funny movie about a porn star. And then it took like kind of a serious turn where there was yes. a lot of tension. There's a point in this movie where you're kind of stressed out. Yep. Um, Bradley Cooper is amazing. so good. Um, Steve, if I were you, I would just go watch that scene. Oh, with yeah. No, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, he is like a coked out. He actually plays, almost all this show movie is fiction, but then Bradley Cooper plays real life Barbara Streisand's boyfriend. Right. And he is just coked. He's a coked out. Oh, my God. And it's so funny, his personality, how one minute he's like (laughs) really angry and he's going to kill you. And the next minute he's like, hey, ladies, how you doing? You you know, it's just, oh, it's just brilliant. And I just, I, I don't know. There's something about the way it bops along that makes you feel like... As a kid, Steve, you were probably a really good kid, but you know, I, I got into some situations that this movie reminded me of how these kids just get themselves into this situation where now they're in trouble and how do they get out of it? Mm. That to me is so realistic of being that age, you know, being, you know, 19, 20. 18 that whole time and it just kind of reminds me of that and that's why i i really liked it she should she should get all the props he should too he's great oh for sure they're really good especially for first timers and i know that paul thomas anderson had directed some of their um some of their videos and alana heim and um the hoffman kid cooper hoffman i think they're actually best friends in real life Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Well, yeah, I was listening to this interview. Um, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in a few Paul Thomas Anderson movies. That's a lot of names. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman died unexpectedly. And I believe Paul Thomas Anderson kind of... Took the kid under his wing? A little bit. I'm not oh. saying he became his guardian or anything, but I think they hung out a bit. And when he was casting for this movie, he, you know, he cast... he did a casting call and he kind of hated everybody and he thought he's like do i know any like 15 year olds that are would be really good at this and he's like i don't know let's try this and he gave cooper shot and And it worked it really does work it did it worked okay i'm glad you liked it too i think we're maybe two out of ten that liked it (laughs) i I think yeah the internet was sort of like yeah this feels creepy like it's not going anywhere and creepy but you two creeps found it to be just fine well, if you could get past that weird thing. Sure, yeah. I don't know. It just it seemed very realistic to me. Not what, I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, but it just, I don't know. It was captivating. Let me ask you this. Since we teased it an hour ago <laughs> when we accidentally started doing a movie segment instead of music, um, you don't think that Nicole Kidman is the one who should win the Oscar. You think who should instead? I think it should be Kristen Stewart. 
She, for Spencer. Yes. So I finally watched mm-hmm. Spencer, and uh, this takes place over Christmas. The the story. Yeah. And it's it's in the beginning. It says. Um, it says a fable from a true tragedy, which makes me believe that they took a lot of artistic license in this story. And it's just you shouldn't see it, Steve. You would hate it. Really? It's not comfortable to watch. Um, it, there's lots of heavy, tense scenes. It's depressing. There are a lot of dream sequences. There's not that much interaction between oh. characters there's a little bit but it's mostly just getting inside her head and it's trying to put the viewer from what i can tell into the shoes of princess diana and the turmoil that she was living with knowing that her husband was having an affair mm-hmm. and that she had to live under these these strict conditions of the royal family and um her depression just starts to get the best of her. She's got anxiety. She throws fits. She's very childlike. Um, but it, basically, she's a prisoner in her own life. And this is two hours of watching that. Oh. However, the performances are outstanding. See, can't we just watch Red Notice? No. It's funny. But, I get in the car with my buddy last night. And we start talking about The Rock, and he's like, have you seen Red Notice? And I'm like, no, I'm just, I don't know. This guy at work wants me to watch this it. This guy. <laughs> and then I, and then I said, and then I said uh, you know, he's kind of obsessed with The Rock. I suggested that I'd watch Jungle Cruise instead, and my buddy's like, I watched Jungle Cruise like three times. It's awesome. Wow. wow. And I think there's going to be more Red Notice. There's going to be sequels. I Let's saw. catch but- up. Nah, we that's okay. No, I got to tell you one more thing. <laughs> Make it quick. The musical score for Spencer is so good. It should oh. definitely be nominated. There are lots of like strings and like clinking glasses and the the way to really like uh, capture the mood of Diana and the wow. turmoil that she's experiencing. So it's very, very good. Um, you should look into it. When we come back, we're going to get nerdy. We're going to get into a study all about nagging. What do you nag about? <laughs> Be honest. Tell on yourself. Or what do you get nagged about? 651-641-1071. Uh, we get nerdy next on Don and Steve. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Patterson. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Little Joan Jett bringing us back because we got a study on nagging. Studies have shown that studies medical- have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Donna, baby. Here's a dealie dealie. The top things we nag each other about at home. I have a list of those things. You call? Uh, let's see if you're this person. Okay. Hope not. 
Mm, 43% of people say they are the one in their household who is constantly nagging everyone else to do stuff, like chores they've been putting off. Mm-hmm. Also, 62% of us have not done something just to annoy the person who'd been nagging about it. That's mm. rude. Here are the most common things we nag each other to do. Nag. If you would like to add to the list, please feel free to call 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. Not turning off lights when you leave a room. Never bothered me. Never been bothered by that. I'm not. I'm not. I don't care that much either. Some people spend so much of their daily life just barking at people who left lights on. To which I say, you're missing it. It's not like electricity's that expensive. Yeah, it's like maybe. A- a penny. We got LED bulbs, Grandpa. Okay, just settle down. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What is um, LED? LED uh, runs at a lower wattage, but produces the same kind of light, and so it's cheaper. The bulb is cheap. The bulb is more expensive. The energy that it runs from, though, is less expensive, and the bulb will last longer. Do you know how how hard it is to find just regular light bulbs these days that aren't LED? It's kind of annoying. Because LED's got like this bluish kind of weird. No, they've moved past that. You need my help. I need to take you to a light store. It's all about the uh, the lumens and the color that it's putting out. Never get a daylight light. Oh. You always want to get soft white. Yes, yes, yes. With the with the right glow. All right. Thank so, you. I have to go to a lighting store to get those. No, you could go to any big box store. All I don't want right. to give anybody free publicity. Okay. Not cleaning up after yourself in general is a thing we nag about. Yeah. Putting things away in the wrong place, that's real annoying. Yeah. Because then you're like, where is it? I don't know where it is. Who used it last? Yeah, it's that's that's tough. My wife will put things places that I would never be able to find ever in my life. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's up on the it's in that third counter now and up on the third shelf right at the back left corner. When were you planning on telling me that it was moved there? At any point, or just when I'm in a moment of stress trying to find the thing. What, Sorry. What's the deal with the fridge? Are you guys real like particular about where you put stuff in the fridge? Not really. No. Okay. Good. You? Not how, really. I mean, how many open shelves must you have at your place? Wow. I mean, the fridge, your your whole you know boiled wartime diet thing that you've been doing Fine. forever. Number your four on the fridge. list: having the TV volume up too high. That's annoying. That annoys me when my kids don't. I'm like, guys. But then my wife would say that I listen to it too loud. But what happens is when the commercials kick in, it just cranks. Or if you're watching a movie when music comes in. Yeah. Cranks. It's real annoying. I know. Dirty clothes on the floor. Yeah, that's not great. Dirty dishes all around the house. Yeah. A cup here, a cup there. It adds up. Makes you feel like you're living in a filth factory. Not replacing the toilet paper. Got to do that. It's annoying, but you got to do it. You got you to gotta take one for the team. My wife says I pee on the floor. There, you want me to be vulnerable? <laughs> I know people who pee on the toilet, and they don't clean it. Like, how do you not see that you're peeing on the toilet seat? Not the seat, the rim. Yeah. How do you not see that? You're the one who picked the lid up, and then you're the one who peed. How do you not see that? I how did you alone. not pick the other <laughs> seat? You got to pick the seat up. If you're a guy, you can't be peeing. Are you talking about... No, yeah, the you rim. Be- I'm not talking about the seat. I'm talking about the rim. Like, if you pee on the, the edge of the toilet, mm-hmm. 
or drip or whatever it is you guys do. Don't say drip. You need to clean that up. That's not right. We're Especially busy. if you're at a like a guest's house. I mean, if you're a guest in someone's house. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. What do we have? Yeah, let's do it. I think we've got Jill on the phone. Hi, Jill. What's your beef? Hi. Well, first, I'm going to agree with you with the um, pee on the rim because <laughs> it's me and my two daughters and my husband, and it's like you're the only one that lifts the seat, so Thank you. you're the only one that sees it. So hey, there's Clorox wipes. But <laughs> agreed. My husband and I always joke around and I always say to him, I'm like, I nag to make you a better person. I'm really just doing it. I'm just doing you a favor. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of our joke. That is good. I like that. I'm going to use a wait. I live alone. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Jill. Bye. Leaving the door open when it's cold out. Leaving your shoes lying around is on the list. Yeah. How about this one? Okay. Do you do this? Like, if something needs to go upstairs, I place it on the stairs. On the steps, yeah. My mom, this used to be a pet peeve of my mother's. Like, why are you walking past the stuff on the stairs as you're going up the stairs? Clearly, mm-hmm. you know it needs to go up, unless you've got other things in your hands. Yeah, it's a pet peeve of my wife's, too. And, uh, and I will put things on the steps, so too the kids. So you could have, at any given moment four or five separate steps half the stairwell <laughs> has stuff on it and she's like guys we got it what are we doing and it is all they always make a fair point you're walking up there anyway just bend over yes. pick up the stuff put it in your room that's what i don't get about toilet paper and replacing toilet paper if it's in the same room that you're in you're how in. taxing i see what you did there <laughs> how taxing is it just to take the little canister thingy what do you call that thing you said it take it off put a new one on put it on and don't have it coming under it's got to roll over i know i know someone who always insists that it goes under and it's oh what a what you know what idiots i agree you're my best friend how could you do that what other areas of their life are they not doing efficiently? I know, These right? people can't be trusted. No, they can't. Don't trust them. Be afraid. Be very afraid. When we come back. Speaking of. It's Thursday, which means it's Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday music trivia. We do it every Thursday at 1130, hour three, if you listen on the podcast. Donna's the one who's going to be in the hot seat. I will ask the questions. She will give the answers. Everybody gets to play along. Music trivia coming up next on Donna and Steve on my Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We are joined by DJ Rock Uh, You know, a story we didn't get to earlier, Mariah Carey coming out with a children's book. You can check out that story up on the show links page, the Don and Steve show links page. we got the COVID mandates there as well for Minneapolis and St. Paul restaurants. Uh, We announced earlier American Idol making that change to their audition tickets. So Mm -hmm. if you're an Idol fan, go find all that on the show links page. Meanwhile, we have food news if anybody's hungry. Oh, sure. Pull over right there. Oh, uh -oh. (gasps) uh-oh. What happened? I accidentally... Donna... Um, Just erased it. (gasps) iPhone. Welcome to Donna and Steve. Can I interest you in some food (sighs) news today? Let's call. I just hit the button and I literally erased it. Close call. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? 
Yeah, pay it forward, I guess. I like it. There are two very famous cereals, especially for children, that are combining their powers, doing a mashup as one cereal together in one box. Tell me what you think of this pairing. Lucky Charms Mm -hmm. and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sure. Sure. I like it. I don't know. I like both of those individually. The flavors, I don't know. Are they going to go well together? Cinnamon and styrofoam marshmallow? I don't know. I'm nervous about this. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, jeez. I don't really (laughs) eat cereal. I'll go. When I was home over Christmas break at my parents' house, they had a cereal that I haven't had in my house in years. And I forgot how much I like it, and I think it truly does stand alone as my favorite all-time cereal, Frosted Mini Wheats. That is so strange to me, because as a kid, <laughs> the weedy-like you know, flavor, it, that's interesting. Well, there was they just used to have the big wheat biscuit situation. Then they started frosting the mini wheats. So you had the frosted, frosted mini wheats, and then they made them even minier. And then they they now you remember you have you used to have to with your spoon drive your spoon into the middle of the frosted mini wheat bar essentially to break it apart into one or two different pieces two or three different pieces so that you could eat it now frosted mini wheat thank you for asking makes it already pre chopped up in just these little wheat frosted nuggets of delight it's got good crunch. It's got good sugar on top. And I don't mean like the healthy sugar. I mean like the good processed, coated white sugar on top. And it's got crunch. It doesn't get soggy too quick like Fruity Pebbles, that garbage cereal that is instantly soggy. It's good. It's really good. Okay. Rocco, what do you eat? Hang on. Let me guess. Some sort of off-brand puffed wheat. You know, I do like those peanut butter puffins. Um, I'm trying to think of who the brand name is. You know, this isn't even like a meal. The fact that we're trying to mask this... <laughs> Get him at the co-op. I'm, oh, I'm Rocco Lord. for Barbara's cereal. Peanut butter puffins. I know there's some people out there that love those. Okay, but don't you agree? This is dessert. This isn't... A hearty breakfast. That's fair. And I agree that cereal is dessert. It is best enjoyed after 10 p.m. Sure. Okay. I don't know. When's the last time you poured yourself a bowl of cereal, Donna Valentine? It's been a while. Maybe last year. But I had... It was Fiber One. It's good. It's got 14 grams of fiber in every serving. What's the flavor like, though? Shredded cardboard? It's like shredded weedish. Anything sweet to like it to or put, just... Yeah, it's got a hint of sweetness. I, I'll put it some of them in, in yogurt, so it's good with Activia, because then you get a double dose, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're just father fiber the rest of the day. You got it, buddy boo. Wow. I don't want to talk about it anymore. She pairs her fiber one with Activia. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. You just got, a real hey, listen, fiber matters. Most of your, you know, your uh, your immune system is in your gut. You might as well keep it healthy. Thanks. Gut health. <laughs> also, uh, there's a limited edition from General Mills as well. Reese's Puffs Bunnies cereal. Just in time for Easter. It'll come out late February. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Some more food news for you guys since you ate that up. You like candles? Yes, I do. You like soup? <laughs> sure. Campbell's Soup has released two limited edition scented candles based on their soups. Nope. One is tomato soup and grilled cheese. Mm. The other is chicken noodle soup. I don't like candles that smell like food. I don't like apple cinnamon. I don't oh, like really? vanilla. I don't want oh, baked cookies. No. Oh, Donna. Oh, God, no. Apple cinnamon? No, that reminds me of like people who smoke who are trying to cover up the smell. Oh, crap. I'm sorry. Is that what you got me for my birthday? Yeah, I'll keep it. I remember when I first went to my girlfriend's house. Spoiler, she's now my wife. And I went into the bathroom and had a bit of a situation where it was not going to be a stand-up scenario, and I was all flustered. And then they didn't have spray, and that's when I first learned they just kept matches. Mm -hmm. And so now the smell of a match quickly blown out has a real negative connotation. Well, I get that because, it, first of all, it's obvious now everyone knows what you did because they can smell burnt match. Yeah, it's not like you're like, no, I was just trying to stay warm. Exactly. <laughs> or I was smoking a cig. I, I don't understand why you would do that. The best thing is that poopery. No, it's not. Oh, I forgot. The Citra stuff. Citra Magic. I tried to find Citra Magic, and I got like an offbeat one, kind of like Rocco's Barbara's. I got Barbara's Magic. Yeah. You got Citrus Abracadabra or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess it works. This stuff is the best. It's the stuff that I accidentally... I didn't accidentally... You didn't. I, you purposely <laughs> sprayed it on your, your jewels. Correct. Uh, thinking that it was organic. Citra, I was like, this is like fruit. <laughs> Donna. Of a spitter drink. <laughs> like you're an adult man. Like who I like if your kid did that, you'd be like, What were you thinking? Yeah. I that's just needed like, to freshen up quick. So that's I sprayed, like taking this Lysol and spraying it. In come to pants. find out. Yes. And then it would like lit a fire. My jewels were on fire. The hottest it was the most frightened I've ever been with like, did I just chemically burn myself? And then I had a neighbor who was coming over. I was putting Dev down for a nap. Neighbor's going to come over, sit with him. Lou was at the doctor. I had this. I'm running around my house now with my pants around my ankles trying to find petroleum jelly. <laughs> which the, <laughs> the bottle said was the only thing that could help to soften the burning. Because I tried to just wet it with like a Norwex rag. I just like put that wet stuff on. And that ignited it. It made it more hot. And so like you can't drink water when you're spiced. You know, like if you got yes. spicy food. The whole thing. Point of that is Citra Magic, you spray after you've gone, and it is unbelievable. It works within seconds. Poopery is different in that you spray the toilet water, and then it creates an oil barrier, and anything that goes in, goes in, and then the oil barrier quickly reengages. But I think that Citra Magic is better than Poopery. But either way, the light a match and blow it out ain't fooling no one. <laughs> you got that, Rocco? All right, Rocco's on the phone. All right, thanks for the tip, Steve. Oh, man, I, uh, I I guess I see you on Monday. I think do we still have a day to work. Oh, okay. All right. Tomorrow, oh, would cool. you come in tomorrow? For please? sure. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'll be here. Looking forward to it already. Great. Uh, Colleen and Bradley, I guess, are going to be coming in next. Hey, and go get all our uh, new rewards. Uh, January listener rewards are great right now. You can see those on the app, including some cash money, gift cards, all the goodies. Download the MyTalk app. Do it right about now.